0: Welcome back to the Huddle Up Podcast. We continue the journey through the off-season program, and we are glad that you have uh, joined along with us in that journey, uh, no matter how you do it, whether it's on our YouTube channel, whether it's on our podcast feed, uh, on all podcast platforms, uh, or however you choose to do this, we do appreciate you. Uh, Make sure you are following along with us on all of our social media, at Huddle Up Podcast, uh, on Facebook, on Twitter, on TikTok, like I said, on YouTube uh, as well. You can get our merchandise over at tpublic.com. If you enjoyed the show, give it a share with somebody you think may enjoy it as well and um, encourage them to do the same. Certainly uh, would appreciate that. Um, if you have not had a chance to go back and uh, listen to us uh, kind of recap and look back at the NFL draft um, a couple of weeks ago, make sure you hit that as well as uh, the other offerings from. Uh, the month of March in our off-season program, and we'll continue through that. Uh, As we get closer, yes, gentlemen, I can't believe it, that we are almost, uh, you know, really well into uh, the summer months, and it won't be long uh, until we are talking about that glorious, glorious game of football uh, once again on a weekly basis as we head into Um, this. XFL. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, I think by the time, Kyle, this episode airs, the, the... book will be closed on xfl 3.0 season number one um but uh we I will
1: crossing over the usfl i just somebody had to mention that there was quality spring football to be watched and... that is fair
0: i do not mean to disparage any of the uh the the athletes that are out doing their thing right now but i will say this it won't be long until we're back doing that thing talking about the ncaa and the national football league how about that is that better no, Kyle?
1: And I can get that you forgot about the XFL. Your Brahma's season is just as over oh. as the Philadelphia 76ers.
0: Yeah, those those well, the Sixers may still be playing at this point.
2: What are you talking about? That's not what he Season Christian was, was over in October. Well, then. that
0: is well, how how dare I forget that yeah. uh, that is my bad. No um, you bitch. <laughs> but by the way to
1: this point Aaron Rodgers older than that joke. <laughs>
0: Jeez. Uh, But Mikey B, Matt, student of the game, Kyle Nash, and myself, uh, fortunately or unfortunately, depending how you view the banter, no Ernest EJ Christian on this episode. Again, uh, we hope to have him back uh, surviving the journey that is the 14-month-long NBA playoffs uh, the next time we get together. Uh, but Mike, was, is everything okay? You guys taking on was water?
3: Back to back episodes. I have a loud crashing noise three minutes into our show.
0: Look, man, I, 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 I don't I know.
1: This. I will say this: what quick pop quiz? More weeks in the NBA playoff season, or more teams that EJ is a fan of?
0: Yes. Oh. <laughs> Push <laughs> all of the above.
1: You're going with the salt and pepper defense. Push it. There you yeah. go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're go. you nothing but a... <laughs> what the hell's going on with
0: this board tonight? It keeps... You're Bright- nothing bird. but a degenerate... There we go. <laughs> Matt, if you make a stroke joke right now, I'm going to be real pissed. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, this save episode... Those for Thursday. Uh, but okay. Hey, 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 can you not use the uh, stroke <laughs> hand on the soundboard? Just... Uh fuck you, Kyle. Uh, or, uh, uh mic. <laughs> Look, there's probably going to be an opportunity where I get to say "fuck you, Kyle" on this show, so you know what, let it ride. Um, God, we do enough South Park references in this show. She... <laughs> um, yeah, so let's. Uh, th- this this journey. Oh, fuck you, buddy. This journey, uh, we will. Uh, we are talking about the single athlete that has had the biggest impact in uh, in their respective sport. We will go through Major League Baseball, the NBA. The NHL, and then we will close out with uh, our favorite on this uh, on this podcast, uh, the NFL. Uh, <laughs> right. So we will, but we will start with Kyle's favorite, Major League Baseball. Student of the game, Kyle Nash. I'll levy to you first
1: Be- because, of course, you should. Why? Why the hell shouldn't you? No. Um. Listen, there's a lot of easy ways I'll go or can go, and actually, as a non-baseball fan, I will. I- I'm going to go in the same direction that. The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy would take us. I'm going to take us the same direction that Chadwick Boseman would take us. The number 42 will be evoked here. I'm going to take the low-hanging fruit that is Jackie Robinson and his role in the integration.
0: Yeah, I mean, that that is and was my number one uh, without question. Uh, change the game still has an impact uh, to this very day on the game of baseball. So certainly, uh, certainly do agree um, with that one. Uh, Matt?
2: I will go with Kurt Flood, former St. Louis Cardinal Uh, and Philadelphia, Philly, for opening the doors for the contract negotiations by actually taking Major League Baseball all the way up to the Supreme Court and arguing that players are not pieces of property and should be compensated as such. And even though he lost that case, it inevitably set the tone for what would eventually come and open the door for future players to receive the benefits with the large contractual obligations that the, the ownership now has to pay out for their players. So I think without him actually opening that door, it probably inevitably would have happened, but he was the first, he was the trendsetter. So he gets the impact award from me. Yeah. I
1: love what you did there, Matt. That answer was a dunk even harder than we've done on EJ Christian. this part on this show. Well done. A very good point.
2: Yeah. It's mean, still, too- still early. It's still early. Yeah. yeah it's
1: still so early. And I'm seizing that moment to tell you how much I appreciate that point.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean anytime you talk about people who change change the game whether in any sport, um the, the things that they did would likely have happened at some point. Um but but it has to start somewhere. So definitely always great to acknowledge those where it begins. Uh, Mike, where would you uh what would how would you answer this? Can I take can I take anyone not named Rob Manfred? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he has had an impact on the sport. Um I also would question the. I would also question the the uh, label of athlete in Rob Manfred. But
1: there are notorious dictators in history that have made an impact.
0: Correct. Fine. Jeez, you
3: could have just called him Hitler. Jesus. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the way you did it was better. I'm good.
3: <laughs> um, from an athletic perspective, uh, I'm going to go a little younger because I feel like he re the way that you played defense in the outfield. Um, arguably one of the best defensive players in baseball history, one of the best swings in baseball history. Uh, probably would have broken the home run record also if he didn't basically blow out every ligament in his knee about 35 times. We know him as junior. I will go with Griffey.
1: I'm gonna say this, Bernie. It's not that your answer is bad, but how is the non-baseball guy the one that doesn't repeat an answer from the previous baseball conversation we had on another episode of Huddle Up? I'm just asking. Which one? The um the would have been better if he weren't hurt.
0: The Bo Jackson. Oh, Bo Jackson. That's kind of where I thought you were going. If I'm being honest, when you were here's,
1: here's the thing. Well, no, I'm saying I didn't repeat my answer, but I could have with Bo, but I'm not going to, and I didn't, but you did, and. Listen, I'm taking a victory lap because I sounded intelligent in baseball in a way I haven't in a very long time. I mean, uh, to be okay.
2: fair to Mike, I said Griffey during that episode.
1: Oh, then I stand corrected. Take your, <laughs> you know Take your
3: victory lap still. You're good. You gave a smart answer. Take your victory lap. Um, you. I, mean, I mean, Jackie Robinson was the obvious slam dunk pick here. I mean, this, I that was say- the easy one. Two
2: that that Junior beyond just that, and to another extent, Bo Jackson, both with the marketing and getting marketing deals for baseball players was kind of the first we've seen big long term ones that, that wasn't commonplace, right? Griffey got the first video game, you yeah. know, all that stuff. And you Nike know. was all about Ken Griffey Junior. back in. The- I
3: mean, let's let's also think about the impact that that Junior's had. You know, he turned an entire. Era of people to turn their hat backwards, like you know. I mean, Kyle you, is right
1: now. Well, you mentioned me. Listen, I'm outdone by people with swooshes on their shirt. For those who can't see the video, you two MFs some Nike swooshes in plain view, just like my backwards hat. Take that. So, how
0: great was the that Ken Griffey Jr. game for Super Nintendo? Oh, I still
2: play it. Oh, I play the 64
0: one all the time. Oh, yeah. The one for Super so Nintendo was a blast. Like, my, my mom, who, would, like, would, net would like, the only video games she would play with us are Atari. Yeah, shut up, bitches. I'm old. Uh, but, like, <laughs> she would play the Ken Griffey game with us because it was hilarious when you would strike out and the guys would break their bat over their knee. Like, it was just a fun game. You could also, do, like,
2: cartwheels after hitting home runs. Oh, and, and J- t- the the,
0: the the Jay Buhner throw from right field to home plate in that dead every time. You could not outrun a Jay Buhner throw from from right field with Seattle. Not a chance.
1: Roger Craig Baseball and the Super Nintendo had that before it was cool with the breaking of the bat over the knee. Step your games up.
0: Look, man, it's no, it's no, and this is a shout out to a uh, student of the game podcast. It's no, no baseball stars. It's also yeah. no Bill Lambeer's Combat Basketball, but uh, <laughs> which is one of the most fun. I'm like, I'm shocked anybody else knew that game. If I'm being honest, Tech Let's just go, Bill um, oh, Jackson. Yeah. Um. But my answer on this one, um, uh, without the obvious answer um, being playable, uh, because I always try and take these things draft style, um, is a guy that uh, if you are in any sports bar in this country, um, you can probably get an answer when talking about this guy um, who is famously or infamously not in the Hall of Fame, and that's Pete Rose. Especially
1: um, with professional sports franchise. See, when you were saying yeah, bar, I thought
2: you you were gonna say you could run into this guy, and we were gonna go with Jose Canseco. Well, so I like yeah. <laughs> the
0: Look, man, time. he's not a he's not a janitor at every bar in America. Um,
2: I thought you were talking was, about golf. I thought you were going with John Daly. Well, Spunked over on the, on the table.
0: Um, <laughs> next to John Daly. <laughs> but really nice. okay,
3: I knew John Daly
2: was there somewhere.
0: But yeah, I mean, when you're talking nothing but a degenerate. Ahead. When you when you know Pete Rose is a guy, um, good or bad, ugly or pretty, what it, whatever it is, um, you know, made an impact on the game. was was obviously banned from the game of baseball for gambling. Uh, there's a lot of people, especially now in in the world of 2023, when you have broadcasters discussing betting lines live on the air. Um, you know, people have opinions about it, but certainly, um, and again, the. the when you talk about biggest impact, it, it isn't always a, the, the greatest thing. Um, so yeah, Pete Rose to me is always going to be near the top of this list.
1: Betting lines on the air. Hashtag XFL betting lines during the damn game and their movement throughout it. But yeah, let's ban Pete Rose for life. You dumb mother. I,
3: I almost honorable mentioned, um, the savannah bananas owner i'm wearing the savannah banana hat
1: right now that, that is a wonderful i
0: say i don't take this the wrong way mike but i've been staring at your banana the whole night oh.
1: your sex um <laughs> no listen it, it would i wanted to ask this as the baseball guys would i be allowed the foundation defense to say george herman ruth aka babe ruth because Um, Or even Roger Maris, because with all the importance of the home run record such that it is, that's the bar, is those two cats,
3: right? I mean, I I literally almost took the summer of 99, because literally without McGuire and Sosa, I don't think baseball is halfway around. They saved
0: baseball. They did. I mean, so I said, that's, and that's why is, I, like, is steroids I, an athlete?
2: So I said it, but Kinseko should be on there too, just because of his openness about. <laughs> I mean, that's a good
1: point, Matt. I like that.
0: Yeah, I mean, they, are they, anabolic like, steroids an athlete? Because I did, I mean, I know I said athlete, but like, yeah. we're talking. I mean, about-
1: they,
3: they literally said chicks dig the long ball. And then, you know, it's like, oh, look at all these guys that are taking steroids. Yeah. And those motherfuckers saved your profession. Like, what? Yeah
1: that yeah. wrong ladies and gentlemen.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah, my honorable mention was Roberto Clemente for the off the field stuff more so the humanitarian stuff which is still obviously wildly important to the league as well. And
3: Anybody who's not. a Roberto Clemente fan go over to baseballism.com. You can buy some
1: Roberto Clemente licensed stuff. It's actually really cool. I would even consider it, but then I remember I
0: hate baseball. <laughs> <laughs> don't um, I don't. Kyle Ruth Ruth was on my short list as well. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean he, he is one of the most legendary. Is that uh, because they
3: made no-no-no-net whenever they traded him? Sure.
1: Uh, I see what you did there.
3: Red Sox joke.
1: <laughs> I mean, no, I, I heard it. And listen, by the way, one of the best uh, sports TV shows, Top 5 Reasons You Can't Blame, um, they did on why you can't blame the Red Sox for trading George Herman Ruth. Watch that, Ish. I did. I agree with I know you. Did, it. It's for the audience. Oh, so I thought you were talking <laughs> to me. What the fuck? I'm worried about you. You know your stuff. That's why you come on my show and EJ. Anyway. <laughs> um, He's all right. my show to talk basketball. You should see it. It was good. <laughs> no. Wait, wait, wait. You had him on for a basketball episode? Not an episode, a segment. <laughs> i mean we'll, we'll, we'll talk off air because what, you my that, original guy canceled
3: i'm sorry i was gonna say that had to be a reason right someone got sick <laughs> someone couldn't he couldn't pull a jordan flu game again for the second
0: straight something. episode i quote the great blazing saddles it was the last <laughs> act of a desperate man all right speaking oh, let's mo- speak although bringing up the nba it brings us a great transition let's talk <laughs> about the nba <laughs> uh michael we'll start with you uh nba I mean
3: bill russell i mean celtic fan i feel like i have to take the cheap way out here i think i really do um that's fine five time <laughs> mvp 11 time champion you know revitalized the game of basketball in in boston um recently just lost bill r.i.p um but yeah i i mean obviously i think the easy interest will probably be taken here at some point so you know uh, i'll i'll go with 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 a not easy answer, but a uh, uh, someone that I think is a slam
0: dunk. All right. Uh, to... Matt.
2: Well, in Mike's vein, I will also do the Homer pick um, for like, Russell, someone known for the off the court stuff as much as on the court. And I will take Allen Iverson as influential just for the introduction of getting the, the hip hop culture into the NBA like he did the, the, the tattoos, the, the sleeves, the cornrows. I think everything that he did kind of opened the doors in terms of what we saw from there and in the crossover, not just. I was going to say, man,
0: that like that crossover clip will live rent free. And anybody who saw it, it will live rent free in their heads forever. Forever.
3: Just just, just keep stepping over Ty dead corpse.
1: Hold (laughs) on. Guys, Matt, you, you, you missed the biggest juiciest pun in your response even as a homer. It only makes sense that Allen Iverson is your homer answer. God damn it.
2: <laughs> well, I wasn't done
0: Sorry. but now I can't Don't use me. that.
1: <laughs>
0: I suck. I'm EJ. <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. You suck. You but yeah, I think ass. I think Chick-ass.
2: To, to Kyle's pick, Russell was known for a lot of what he did in the civil rights movement as well. So a lot of the off the court stuff was just as important.
0: You know, uh, and there,
2: that was him. You said Kyle. I did. Damn. My bad. Sorry, Mike. We're all ha- <laughs> we're all having EJ moments. <laughs> you know what it is.
1: You're just making me feel better for taking the pun away from you, for which I am still incredibly feeling guilty.
2: <laughs> I am. But it, similarly with with Iverson, um, a lot of you know what he he did off the court for the game, bringing the culture in, getting everyone comfortable, um, you know, letting some expression, freedom of expression ride, I, I think is, is just as important to the game.
0: All right. Kyle.
1: Um, Like, is it low-hanging fruit for me to say Michael Jeffrey Jordan? Like, yes. I mean, I, I, I feel like I have to say it at this point.
3: I mean, I feel like I left him there for – someone else to take i mean i feel like that was the slam dunk same like,
1: with,
2: same when, with Jackie,
1: right by the way with the goddamn slam dunk pun again that's not the answer anyway
2: do you really want to take the low hanging fruit twice in Different a row question
1: well no the reason why i feel like i have to do it here is because if we don't we'll look irresponsible right. as a panel
2: i'm sure so. jib would have brought it up
0: I would have had him, but I have other answers as well. <laughs> yeah,
2: I've fucked up the rotation. Now I have
1: another answer that I would do for honorable mention after this to revive my credibility. I do as well. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's got to be Michael Jeffrey Jordan. Listen, obviously the GOAT in the eyes of many and most uh, certainly of a particular age group. But when other factors are taken into account, by the way, I'm not one of these religious zealots that causes problems and hates on people who think LeBron is the GOAT. I'm. I, I do not. Um, have any beef with those people. I just don't think with Michael Jeffrey Jordan that in in a world where the in game, a world in a world where the game is chucking it from the cheap seats in the 90s, you better bet that Michael Jeffrey Jordan would have adjusted his game as such and looked like Steph Curry shooting the basketball. But instead he had to be a real man and engage in physical play. And Duncan take m efforts to the hold The likes of Kimmelajuan <laughs> And in an era Where Shaquille O'Neal was coming in To ruin the center position He was still a dominant force Winning six rings And oh by the way The whole dream team thing And making the world understand That the United States was such a dominant power In the sport They eventually had to catch up And they did what A decade and a half ish
2: later
0: You know so, like going back to the goat and, thing, and, and oh, it, by the way,
2: the endorsements that Michael Jordan was able to get, not just from shoes, Gatorade, McDonald's. I mean, like everything Michael Jordan touched. I mean, let's also like let's talk about the mind. fact
0: that to this day, there are college, like university brands that are not Nike branded, they are Jordan appara- uh, uh, branded. You know, like it, it, the that that Jumpman logo uh, lives on. How many years after the man's retired?
1: This was uh, this is what I could tell you about that, and
0: and I will say this
1: on this show and maybe get in trouble for it. I won't tell you who my sources are, but anybody who's close to any sort of University of Central Florida connection, like I am, as I covered the, with cover them with the black and gold banneret, mm-hmm. they have an alternate powder blue color. In their uniforms. It looks like ass. I've been clear about that constantly, and I dunk on UCF fans who try to tell me that this endurance with the Citronaut and that color is complete crap. But that's not what I'm bringing to the show. What I am bringing is that color is called Canaveral Blue in order to be a Citronaut homage. however Gee, Canaveral? Very good. Well done, Mikey Byrne. Mm-hmm. However, here's where the tinfoil hat must be put on. The time at which that color was first utilized by the University of Central Florida was around the time a certain prospect was on the team. Mm. Marcus is his first name, and he was the son of Michael Jeffrey Jordan. Your offspring's doing branding, for Christ's sake! That's called influence, gentlemen.
0: Also, and this isn't—I this isn't, don't want to spiral this into the whole LeBron Goat versus Michael Goat thing, but like— I also I also think it's a weird discussion when they play two very different positions. Like
1: I would say very
3: different.
0: Well, the different positions nonetheless. Like you wouldn't uh,
3: I would say the era of which they played in is more
0: well, of Well, that a different as well, but but my position. point being you wouldn't talk about you know, Barry Sanders is the goat, no Jerry Rice is the goat. You know what I mean? Like no, no. they are two they're playing two different positions. You know, so when when you when you're talking about the goat com- and I get basketball is also a different sport than the NFL, so I, I understand that. But like they are playing different positions as well, so let, <laughs> like that's something that I feel like never makes its way into that discussion as much as it should.
1: To bronze credit, that's him transcending the game, and and, sure. and and I think the impact he has is is inventing for all intents and purpose, not inventing, but certainly. It was his play in his era that developed the power excuse me, sure. the point
2: forward. Yeah, correct. So yeah. The evolution of the point forward is LeBron's making.
0: Yeah. Which,
1: when you look at what the point forward is such that it is, you can make the argument that Michael Jeffrey Jordan might have been the earliest versions of that.
3: Um, so I move on. Jim, after after you make yours, I have a question for the
0: panel. Sure. Um. Mine is also, again, we can call this low-hanging fruit if we want, Um. but it is the late Kobe Bryant. Um, you know, obviously one of, one of the best to, um, to ever play the sport. Uh, and, and, you know, when you, um, look at the tragic way that his life came to an end, um, you know, I think, I think that makes as makes a huge impact on him and his legacy as well. Um, you know, and, and it's, I mean, I, I was sitting 10 feet from where I'm sitting now um when we found out the news we were oh, we nice. were so the three count. Yeah, we were we were previewing that year the the 2020 Royal Rumble and and the the news came across and like we all just kind of like went silent for a few minutes like wait I'm sorry what just happened um so yeah it, it,
1: it, it, it on my kids birthday party man it yeah was, it's uh,
0: it was, dude it's it yeah it was it was a yeah. crazy day it was a crazy day um but yeah, obviously uh Kobe is uh, is my answer. Um if we want to do a quick quick honorable mention, just get the names out there. Then Mike, I know you have a question before we move on to the next sport. But like one of mine, and we we touched on him through <laughs> Kyle and myself, is LeBron James. I mean of course. You, you can't ignore the impact he's had on the sport.
1: Yeah, a hundred percent. Changing the positions, all that. And actually he built on what I think Kobe Bean Bryant noticed the middle name drop there, Jim. Um that um, he may not have been my favorite player. I, I, I was it's certainly a Kobe hater in his day when he was playing, and I often cite him shouting, I want to be traded, you know, as, as, as kind of a chink in the armor of his all on the court career. But off the court, were he allowed to extend, I would think you would see him being kind of Magic Johnson esque in how successful he was off the court in such a way that LeBron James. Would certainly it would be now. But for me, I'll say this quickly. This is a guy that does not get enough debt because a certain oversized, talentless, in my opinion – well, I shouldn't say talentless, but he was just lucky to be a big oaf in the form of Shaquille O'Neal and nobody could physically account for him. And he ruined the center position. The other guy that was involved with the death of of the center position – and the physicality of it such as we knew it back in the 90s which is only getting sort of revived now with uh uh jokic and of course matt's Joel mb the actual mvp and it was correctly voted this year by the way yeah um, and not was, not close
0: either correct When you look at the it voting
2: anyways
1: right um but i would argue that Hakim olajuwon <clears throat> is the most influential player But Kyle, he's a center. They don't matter anymore. And the reason they don't is Hakeem Olajuwon showed you what a player of size with talents all over the floor. Yeah, this dude could shoot threes. I know Patrick Ewing did it on occasion, but not in the same fashion that Olajuwon would murder you with it. And just he could play any spot on the floor at that size. Now, a seven-footer can't just dunk and post and be a big presence and a rim protector anymore. We're arguing about whether Dwight Howard's a a, a Hall of Famer. Meanwhile, Dirk Nowitzki isn't a decision, and that's a seven-footer who was regarded as soft in his time. So, yeah, I definitely got Hakeem Olajuwon as a conversation on that for sure.
0: Matt? Yeah, Dirk
2: was actually mine just for the evolution of the stretch four and and the shooting of the big men. Um, I I think that without him, we don't see larger players on the court taking that as seriously and developing that shot to show that you have to play defense all across the board. You just can't leave me wide open. I think he was the one that kind of showed, yeah, a really tall guy can sink threes with ease if, if you let him.
1: Yeah, I, without without our guides, Matt, there is no Carl Anthony Towns.
2: Right,
0: Mike. Who was your honorable mention, and then your uh, your question? Uh,
3: well, the the first one that I was going to say was Yao Ming, uh, for his international getting the you know the Asian culture into you know more into Asian the,
1: maybe international. I'm going to dunk on you with a larger one, but I like you. No, bro. no, that's fine because that's bringing bring yeah.
3: China in. You're right. Um, and then the other the other one uh, basketball related, but not athletically. Um, and I'm going to say I'm not going to be in the NBA with this one, and that's fine. You guys can dunk on me if you want. Uh, it's Pat Summit and Gino um, with their work that they've done in women's basketball to basically make it yeah. into a – Yeah, no, 100%. Like, have their own, you know, the, the NCAA tournament, now with, with the WNBA evolving. You know, I don't think that we get to that point without the two of them putting in the work that they put in um, in the co- in the collegiate ranks
0: as coaches. I mean, in- yeah, the, the t- Tennessee and Connecticut um, women's basketball programs could probably be uh, thanked as a whole uh, for for the WNBA and, and the success of women's basketball on the on the pro my, level.
1: Yeah, despite my issues with Gina Oriema which I can tell you off air because they're somewhat personal, and I'm, I don't want to say I'm going to say fan based, but more, more on that later. Yeah, we're on. Well, not on the air. We'll talk off air about that. But um, if we're gonna, this topic said player. That's I don't want to dunk on you, but that's why I don't know. What that I, I, I
3: said I said that I was okay to dunk on me. I, yeah. I prefaced
1: it. But but it's it's a good enough point to where I don't want to. But if we're gonna keep it in the NBA, we got to say David Stern as non-players, right? Like this is the dude that opened up that international gateway. He's the dude that 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 channeled. The dream team and all of the above. Maybe people don't like him, but that dude's regime did a lot of ish for oh, the game. For sure. For saving it and he didn't need steroids to do it.
0: For sure. Uh Mike, you had an you had a basketball related question, I believe, or
3: no, no, not basketball related, just a question in general for the panel.
0: Sure. Shoot.
3: Does the panel like ice cream?
0: F yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um
3: I can't eat it anymore, but... Jim Jim, you got one of those like breaking news. So I don't know if this is breaking news but it feels like a breaking news to me and I almost just dropped my phone um, here we go Motherfucking Taco Bell is making Baja Blast ice cream son of a bitch <laughs>
0: um I'm I'm sorry <laughs> let me use this analogy
1: the that the reason why that's happening is the same reason Tucker Carlson might run for president, okay? Donald Trump has that door is open. There is a company out there that has made Hidden Valley Ranch ice cream. Oh, I know. I saw that. Because they did that, (sighs) Baja Blast as an ice cream flavor is now open. That's all I'm saying. Yes, I compared Baja Blast ice cream to Tucker Carlson. You're welcome, Jim.
3: Test markets (laughs) will have the ice cream as early as uh, next month. With the experiment uh lasting from June 28th to August 2nd.
0: Yeah, I
1: mean not great, Bob. Yeah. Actually, Jim, if I might petition too for the next not soundbite. Hey, Bob. If yeah. I might petition 2023's next soundbite being uh, Dr. Evil, Evil saying, How about no? <laughs>
3: Sorry
0: that I had to get us. Uh, no, that's that's whole, fine. Whole that that's fine. Uh, no, like, no blast. <laughs> it's uh, we we will move next uh, to the frozen pond. We will go to the uh, National Hockey League. Kyle, we will start with you on this one. We will circle it back up top to the two biggest hockey fans on the panel uh, to wrap this he one up he's last.
3: Not on no. <laughs> he's not wrong.
1: He's
2: not wrong. No,
1: listen, let me put on my floaties and, and, and go out to the shallow end of the pool and just say Wayne, Wayne bleeping Gretzky. I mean, all the stuff you're talking about, forget about the fact that this dude has more point than a damn ankylosaurus's back, okay? What I'm trying to say is, yeah, it's more than a stegosaurus, too, bitches. I said it. I mean, paleontology dunks on this show. Recognize, mother. Anyway, um, I don't want to curse too much. EJ isn't on this show.
2: <laughs> what the but, fuck just happened?
1: I know, right? <laughs> Entertainment, bitch. I'm the student of the game for a reason. But, um, but not only does he have more points than an ankylosaurus, but like talking about advertising like that in hockey. Listen, did the kid? That's cute. Gretzky's everywhere. Gretzky's in a mother loving Sunday, or excuse me, Saturday morning cartoon with Bo Jackson and Michael Jordan. We are all stars. So yeah, it's true. Wayne Gretzky. What's his middle name, Jim? Help me out.
0: I don't know. That's your gimmick, man.
1: Son of a bitch. You're the <laughs> hockey fan. I need you. Burn. Where are you at? Or Hold I'm going to have to give you five for fighting.
0: Douglas. Wayne Douglas Gretzky.
1: Who- hey. hey. Who has
0: the same middle name as Wayne Gretzky? Your mom?
3: <laughs> me.
1: Oh, you do really? That's awesome.
3: It's my mother's maiden name. It's my middle name. Very
1: close. I'm not saying your mom wasn't a bad answer. No, I you were. I say
0: that's actually, you know, in a way. He ain't lying. Tracks.
1: I retract my apology, bitch.
0: <laughs> I ain't sorry, mother effers. Uh, Matt, I'll go to you next.
2: Yeah, admittedly not knowing a ton about hockey uh, or its history, I had to do some digging for this. So my answer is going to be Jacques Plante, who was the first goaltender to wear a mask.
1: Great answer. And
2: um, revolutionized the comfort that goalies can mind the net without having to worry about their face getting blasted with the puck flying at them. I mean, it still probably hurts a hell of a lot when that does happen, but at least it's not squaring the jaw unprotected.
0: Yeah. Did you
1: hear? The, did you hear the gimmick he used to do, Matt?
2: I like, did not. I didn't think that. Draw,
1: deep. He would draw the injuries on his face to show what would have happened, or he, he, not on his face. I'm sorry. On, on the mask. mask. On the mask. To show what would have happened had he not had that mf'er.
0: Yeah. So it, so not only yeah, not only did he create the first mask, he also was the first to decorate said man yeah <laughs> like really I mean you you look at you look at the elaborate creations that are goalie masks today um and I mean as a hockey fan I I love when training camp rolls around and you see you know the the, the new designs for your team and and for some of the other players that uh you know have have uh, some of the better masks and what they come up Carter with for Hart's that season
2: ode to Taylor Hawkins on his mask this year was yeah phenomenal. man like I it's know.
1: I know that Jim loves the Statue of Liberty on the Ranger helmet. That's that's definitely that's. Sorry.
0: I mean, it's just a good thing we don't have any Rangers fans uh, associated with Huddle Up Podcast in any way, shape, or form uh, to even have, make that association. So yeah. Thank
1: God.
0: I mean, I mean, to be fair, I always did enjoy Henrik Lundqvist's uh, masks. I can hate the team, but I'll respect. I'll respect the uh, I respect
1: the art
3: for. I'll respect the art.
0: <laughs> um but yeah great answer Matt uh Mike we'll go to you
3: I will uh if Wayne Gretzky is number one the guy who's the logo and nicknamed Mr. Hockey has to be number two it's Gordie Howe um the physicality how good he was at scoring you know there aren't a lot of guys that were able to mix that the way that Gordie has been able to and obviously I could have went with uh with someone that Jim may mention, I'm not sure if he's going to go that route or not. Um, but Gordy just felt like the more appropriate answer here. Um, like I said, you, you don't get the the nickname Mr. Hockey um, and not be one of the most influential people to play the sport. So um, I, I just felt like that one was too easy to pass up
0: on. Yeah, that one's obvious. Uh, I'm not going to go with the Homer uh, pick. Um, although I will say that that what you're seeing in the NHL today is a product of what Crosby and Ovechkin did uh, in the early 2000s and in the way that they um, in an era where scoring isn't easy, they started changing the game for what scoring can be uh, obviously with a guy who has the uh, the 894 target in 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 his scope uh, which is still just insane to think about. Um, you know, Ovechkin is up there, but, but my answer to this question, um, you know, and it goes along similar lines of, of, of some of the answers in the other sports is Willie O'Ree, uh, who was the first black, uh, player to play in the NHL, um, now, and, and now pro hockey hall of famer, uh, Willie O'Ree of the, uh, of the Boston Bruins, uh, a tremendous ambassador for the sport, um, still to this day um is is doing things for the sport of hockey and trying to um grow its impact uh in in all ways uh, shape and form
1: jim point of order on my point i believe i shouted out we are all stars uh i think i if i said that i'm in fact incorrect as we are pro stars it just clicked in my head i said that wrong so yeah
0: um yes so yeah i mean every everybody else kind of kind of ticked them off um you know for 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 me like i had how I had Gretzky, I had Crosby, Ovechkin, um, and, and but uh, of course my answer really be any any others before we move to, uh, the NFL, Mike. Any honorable mentions or Matt or or Kyle? Um, not to say that Matt or Kyle does not have them, but
1: I mean, I mean apparently I we can say Mikey Burns' mom for us being involved <laughs> in, was oh, yeah. Gretzky's middle name. So there you go. Um, I mean not from a player perspective.
3: Um, you know obviously Conn Smythe and. Clarence Campbell and uh, the the Calder, you know, three three integral parts of like ownership and coaching. Um, but I don't necessarily know that there's any real other slam dunks when it
1: comes to players. Okay, um, the pun doesn't work anymore, Mike. No, no. <laughs> uh,
0: I, I will. I will. <laughs> I will. Uh, I will say Manon Rayhoom. She uh, was a goalie okay, that okay. that played. Um, I don't think she ever played any regular season game. Uh, but was with the Tampa Bay Lightning in the early 90s. Um, and it, it kind of opened the door for women's hockey. And we've seen women's hockey um, on the world level, the Olympic level um, become a big thing. And now we're seeing you know women's pro hockey leagues um, th- that are making an impact in the sport. and and um, you know, women's hockey's exciting. if you if you've never watched it, there's a lot of talented women um, out there, uh, doing, uh, doing tremendously, uh, in the world of professional hockey. So, uh, but I think, I think that's where, where that really begins. Cause it was kind of the first time, like, I remember being eight years old and, and it was just like, huh, how about that? Like, just like, you never, like, you never really thought about like a, a female in, in professional hockey and you know, uh, on the grandest stage there, she was. Um, all right, let's go to the nfl i'm sure we're gonna have obviously pl- plenty of uh options here um at play but uh in, in going in the order we've been going in mike i will start with you in the uh in the nfl
3: hmm So like this one's harder there, there are so many different routes to go here <laughs>
0: exactly
3: um
1: wow um Joey Burr is not an acceptable answer, man. <laughs> I wasn't going there Homer. yet, sir. Yet. I like how he put yet in there. Y'all caught that, right?
3: <laughs> um, I mean, we talked about the low-hanging fruit that this guy could have been as a baseball player. I mean, I mean Bo, Bo knows. I mean, literally, we, we literally oh, got...
1: That's the best you can do, Mikey Byrne. Come no, on. it's not the best that I could do, but it's <laughs> someone that literally...
3: I mean, him and Dion had like cameras.
1: Say Dion is following. cool. No one will hate you. I From mean, an emphasis on a position that I would argue matters least on the field. I mean, I also, I mean,
3: Coach Prime, you know, all that fun stuff. You and four. yeah. Right. So, I mean, Dion slash Bo. I mean, the two sport athlete. I guess is is more or less my cop out of an answer, um, because you know the flashiness that was Dion you know, and, and, and the cameras and, and the, the sound bites and, and all the fun stuff that Dion's done, you know, since, but Bo revolutionized, you know, the running back position as well as being a two sport athlete. Um, I mean, so I guess, uh, I guess I'll compound and say Bo slash Dion, the, the two way athlete of the nineties or the eighties and nineties. Cause like
1: well, I would say Dion over, Overbo in that, A, his career was longer. B, he was an influential pay, player that's the go to his position. And C, in his 40s, he was still a formidable punt returner for. And he's also
3: the same person that said that if you're drafting outside of the top 10, don't even bother talking to me. He so, ain't sure. lying.
1: Well, I mean, that was, you know, he did it, you know, Jalen Carler, Carter did it, but Dion did it before it was cool. No, literally, people talk trash on that.
3: I mean, that's what I'm getting at. Bo, Bo walked so Dion could run. Dion ran so Jalen Carter could murder someone.
1: <laughs> oh, Please, somebody resist the urge to make the Ray Lewis joke, okay? Do not do that here. Jesus
0: Christ.
1: <laughs> I'm saying it to you, Mikey Byrne, as the Bengals fan on the panel.
3: I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> Completely forgot that he was involved in that accident, oh, so I said it out loud. It. No, I'm no, I'm 100 serious. Uh-huh. Completely fucking
1: forgot. No, I'm not I even trying. Now I feel awful. See, this is the reverse of the your mom joke. No,
3: no. See, like that one, I said it out loud, uh-oh. and then I saw Jim's reaction, and I was like, "Oh shit."
1: I think
0: that's what Jim was saying under his breath. Oh. <laughs> Uh, Matt, you know what, just to get us away from this, Matt, go ahead.
2: Uh, yeah. I, I wish, I wish I had a lighter subject in terms it, of what I, what I was pure, choosing, sure out, but, now. but my, my player is going to be junior say not for his on the field activity because he was a fantastic linebacker, but the suicide and subsequent study of his brain and the effects of CTE, I think it opened a lot of conversations up. More so than had been presented before. Um, you know, there have been other athletes that had similarly struggled and and post-career had gone down similar dark paths, but I think that he was the one that really during that time frame brought a ton of attention to
0: he was the most he was the most famous is
2: what these concussions are doing to to the players and and that has made a lasting impact and not just the way the players are able to play the game now and, and hits that are legal and illegal through the rule books, but also the the uniform and, and helmet design equipment upkeep things like that as well.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean it's 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 a it's a heavy discussion. Yeah, there's unfortunately far too many um who went through similar paths, but yeah, definitely the most uh most famous that did. Um Kyle.
1: Yeah, no, a further tribute to how offensive linemen are not accounted for because the dude that is the first real air quotes case, such as it is portrayed, for example, in the movie Concussion, um, is actually a Pittsburgh Steelers center from that 70s era with Franco Harris and those guys um, whose name actually currently escapes me. Um, But, yeah, did you say I was the famous example? Um, I can make an argument as well that that would do a slash Jim McMahon because he was the driving force of the concussion settlement yeah. that eventually uh, took place. If you're going
0: uh, Mike Webster.
1: I see. I thought I, I couldn't. I, I was thinking Nate Webster, and I knew that was wrong. But yeah, Mike Webster. Yeah, Mike Webster. Well done, my friend. Um, so yeah, that's the first guy. But to Matt's point, uh, Junior Seo and his fame was the air quotes breakout of that. And it was the research around his literal brain that made uh the difference with that. Um and listen, there's a lot of directions I can go. There is a storied history throughout here that, with our, our our beautiful sport of football. There's a reason they call it America's game and not a pastime is it's something you can do half-acidly, like y'all's beloved diamond. But I digress. Um you know I I, I um man, and the reason why this is hard to Mikey Burns' point, there's a lot of directions you could go. I'm half tempted to go with not J.J. Watt, but guys of his era that, that led to the speedy pass rusher. However, the proliferation of the athlete in the backfield, yeah, I know I can go with uh, Joseph Clifford Montana and be a homer, but I'm not going to do that here because – Homer. Uh, He was hardly a track athlete by any stretch of the imagination, even though he ran the ball more a lot in that era than a lot of quarterbacks did. For example, a stone-footed Dan Marino, for example. Um, I am going to go with Michael Vick as an influential character in all this because the reason why you eventually ended up with not only the J.J. Watts of the world, but the Indomitian Soos, the A.A. Ron Charlay Donalds, of the world, who was the actual Super Bowl MVP that year. I said it. Sorry, Cooper, a cup. I'm still just a little bitter about the fat man oppression. That is not your fault. I goal. thought
2: you said
3: something else about it with, with a cup. So, moving on.
1: <laughs> I, I don't know. He, seeing that he got the award was like a kick without a cup. How about that? Anyways, um, my My little Cooper on.
2: Cup. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you did hashtag you problem, hater. Anyways, I, I said it. Anyways, no wonder you voted for Garrett Wilson as offensive rookie this past season. No, but um, Michael Vick demanded the need for the Carolina Panthers to draft one Julius Peppers, who was the first example of the true track athlete, air quotes, at the defensive end position. Julius Peppers is great. Hall of Fame caliber, dude. He better be in there. Okay. But one, J.J. Watt is not a thing without that need to contain a mobile quarterback aaron charlotte uh, Charla- donald is a defensive end without the need to contain that guy i even literally asked this question of Indomikensu in person in phoenix arizona when i covered the super bowl for a7b and sports on the three-point conversion well done jim and he agreed with me so uh yeah there you go
0: um, you know when when yeah, there's there's a lot of ways that, that that you can take this, and but when you look uh today at the celebrity that um, NFL athletes are and athletes as a whole, uh but speaking specifically to the NFL, um, you know we 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 talked about this guy's team uh last last time out. Um, but Joe Namath, when you you, oh you, you, no, look the 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 level of celebrity that exists as, as as players now, like that he was the first one.
1: You're not wrong, but Jim, like dear Christ, like okay with well, this okay, guy. Okay, I mean, I didn't
0: want to go. I didn't want to go the easy one with Joe Montana, <laughs>
1: because that's a correct bleeding answer. Joe Namath, you, and again. I'm doing this for me. You're not. But wrong. You wax
0: poetic about him already, Homer. Um, so, like, I wasn't. I wasn't, wasn't going to go there. Which I mean, I could also be considered a Homer, considering that that Montana is a Notre Dame guy. So I didn't. I, I, I you Homer, know, Homer. Homer. Game up. Homer. Homer. I avoided that as well. Homer. Homer. Um, you know,
3: Matt. Matt, do you want to take the the Notre Dame things? We go Homer, 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 all three. (laughs) You can have the Homer fucking selection
1: here. Wait, if you James were here, I'm not saying it six times. Homer, (laughs) Homer, Homer. (laughs) Um, (laughs) falls apart.
0: But yeah, I mean, when when you when you look at at what NFL players are today, uh, you know, I I I I draw it back to that.
2: He's
1: just, he's just so overrated. He's not even a Hall of Famer and he's there stinking up my hall.
2: Mediocre quarterback at I, best.
3: I, I have two other quarterbacks, impactfully, that I wanted to bring to the table.
1: Go on. Kurt Warner?
3: Not really.
0: Defend it. I'll give you an opportunity to okay, defend it a okay. little bit.
3: Um, Impactful at the fact of his story and where he was at and what he went through to become an NFL quarterback and the story of how he got oh,
1: – Go ahead. Sorry, sorry.
3: It's one of those things where it's not just his on-the-field play that's impactful. It's the off-the-field stuff. It's the helping revitalize St. Louis football before they decided to move back. To that the
2: I could see more so than the rest of it, but he's not like – I mean, people already have the dreams of the rags to riches, so Kurt Warner's stocking shelves at the grocery store to future NFL Hall of Famer wallets uplifting, it's it's no different than a lot of people's struggles and successes.
1: How did he change the game, Mikey Byrne? That's my question.
0: I'll say biggest impact on the I mean, sport, we- I'm not sure. Biggest impact oh. on St. Louis, maybe.
1: I mean,
3: but
2: No, the-
0: that, that I agree with.
3: <laughs> I mean, the, the the question wasn't, you know, on the field where the impact was. I mean, at the end of the day, you got guys that are willing to be undrafted free agents out of small schools that are going to play in leagues like the XFL and the USFL to chase this dream continuously that up until then, how many undrafted stocking shelf quarterbacks were playing in the Super Bowl?
2: So impactful to the other leagues, then I would I would certainly agree to. I'm just saying,
3: impact, okay, impactful to the game of football. To
2: the game of football,
3: yeah. I would like argue that.
1: that Warren Moon has more impact than Kurt Warren. I would say the guy who won
3: the Super Bowl. Personally, but
1: that's it, me. No, no, I, I get that. But the response would be that Warren Moon was given wasn't given the opportunity to. Like those those Euler teams that he propelled to places they wouldn't otherwise be were bad, Mikey Byrne. They were all
3: that I mean, that I mean, is fair. I'm not disagreeing with that.
1: I, Meanwhile, j- your dude current Warner, who doesn't have middle name status, I might add, <laughs> is dealing with cats that are literally referred to as the greatest show on turf. I'm not here to say that Kurt Warner isn't a Hall of Famer, but the dude got there on the shoulders of a lot of talented MFers, not just at the skill position, but I would remind you he has a great left tackle that actually, in my mind, started, uh, 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 what is the word, emphasizing the importance of was, that position long before the blind side was a thing. Go
3: ahead. Please. Was was Trent Green before or after Kurt Warner?
1: Before. Trent, Trent Geen, er, Okay, so was yeah, Trent so, Green was so, he replaced.
3: So what I'm saying is, is the greatest show on turf nickname happened after he took over at quarterback? No, no,
1: no, right? Trent Green had me? great success for the Chiefs after he got healthy. And I'm holy, just saying, a healthy Trent Green could have done what Kurt Warner did.
0: I'd probably agree with. I would probably agree with that. He happened, you know, he happened to. Uh, not be the not be there at the time, but I would probably Success tend to agree.
1: Success is the intersection of luck and opportunity, and Kurt Warner For sure definitely that. But influencing the NFL and changing its direction. Yeah, I mean,
0: look, if if Drew Bledsoe doesn't get hurt, does Tom Brady ever become what Tom Brady was? Like, no. you know what I mean. So again, you you have to have the opportunity to do what Kurt Warner did. So we, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to take my skepticism at the answer, and I don't think it's. A terrible answer. I won't say it, like I. I'm skeptical on the answer. I'll let you have it. Like
2: I, I like to his contribution to the game of football more than to the NFL.
0: Yeah, I mean the 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 the, the question as it's laid out on the the run sheet that I gave you guys did say biggest impact in sport, uh, but I in, instead of going baseball, basketball, hockey and his football practice, i did i so did
1: practice, no longer have a goddamn nfl team anymore i mean that's my thing i
0: did that's well important. that's that's is mike first
2: oh okay he, I thought you were that, just, that's like, a that's a that's a down. organizational <laughs> sellout
0: problem as opposed to a kurt warner problem um but yeah i did i i specifically labeled them as the the biggest leagues in all of the sport but yeah yeah impact on the the sport as a whole i'll sign off on who was hey. the who was the other quarterback mike
3: Oh, you already dunked on it. It was Patrick Edward Beaver Brady Jr. the Third, Esquire.
0: Oh yeah, I mean, again, I mean, I, I, I avoided giving that answer because I, I thought that my answer was going to get less of a reaction from Kyle, but I guess I was wrong. Brady was on my I, I, list as well, without question.
1: Right, I, I would give you Brady over Warner simply based on longevity. It's not the rings that make him amazing. Name me another dude. Listen. The mistake is often made. I don't actually hate Tom Brady. I just hate analysts that can't get off his jock for thirty seconds. I.e. E.J. Christian. But uh, what? He's
3: but, not wrong.
1: <laughs> but the reason why I, the re, like the reason why I definitely respect the Brady take. Um, it's one thing to do it as Jerry Rice uh, for a position. Um, that doesn't have five large men trying to hit you in all ways, shape, forms, or fashion. Granted, you do have five dudes that are paid to protect you, and the, the, the uh, Patriots had those of great talent in Brady's era. But to play 20 years, the way this guy, whether I like it or not, changed the goddamn rule book by his existence it is a thing showing film study at a level that hadn't been really known to the time of course uh, i will give you thomas edward patrick bieber brady certainly i i i i mean is he the most influential in my mind listen you don't have thomas edward patrick bieber brady without joseph clifford montana that's a fact he'll even
0: without question
1: but no, would, would, of course Brady is influential. I'm not stupid. I, 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 he may not be my favorite. Do I think he's overrated? Sure. That doesn't mean I think he's bad. Nor does that mean I think he's not influential. No. Brady I mean, I mean, let,
0: I mean, let I mean, let's be honest. Regardless of what sport you're talking about, when you're talking about the, if if you're talking about a newer player that's in the argument for greatest of all time, calm down, Kyle, or greatest of their era, so on you so said forth.
1: Argument. No one said it was a good argument. You know, like.
0: No, no matter right, I mean, no matter what sport, what what player you're you're inserting into that role, there's always somebody before them that influenced them. So like right. you don't you get can, you don't get Brady without Montana, you don't get Montana without Unitas, you don't get unite you know, and you know, so on and so. You know what I mean? Like, but I, I, I'm agree. I mean, I'm agreeing with you, Kyle. I'm agree. Yeah. I'm agreeing with you, Kyle. I'm agreeing with you, Kyle.
3: So, someone that we mentioned, Dion walked so Sauce Gardner could run. Yeah,
0: yeah, you yeah.
3: Know? Dion was flashy oh, this is what a corner that's shut down like Kim was doing. Sauce did the same thing, going into Lambeau and wearing a cheese head, walking off the field after shutting down A.A. Ron Charlie Rodgers, his new teammate. Um, It's literally, (laughs) like, when you look at it from the perspective of, you know, like, there are people that have influenced the next generation to another extreme. And Brady Uh, is
1: certainly that.
3: I'll say Brady changed a small bit of the way offenses were ran as well. Um, When Brady took over, it was getting the ball out of his hands faster, getting the ball into the receivers and the running backs hands faster. Mm -hmm. Whereas a lot of the other teams were letting guys like Randy Moss and Chris Carter get down the field and throwing it up and letting them go win jump balls.
1: I can make an argument that Manning did that first. But again, I can give Brady his credit on that because he's part of the group that did that. They're both stones. Sure, sure, terrible. yeah, yeah, you can,
3: yeah. You can lump them together. I, I don't have a problem lumping them in together. I was just saying, Tom Brady was looking at it like, "Oh, I need to get the ball into West Walker's hands. I can't let West Walker go win a jump ball because he's not winning a jump ball. He's mm-hmm. getting it was getting the ball into someone's hands that could make a cut and go."
1: Well, in that day, you're talking about him getting it to Dion Branch or Troy Brown. So Correct. I mean, give him that credit, and and of course he's having to do that with quick release, but. He didn't need quick release as much as um one uh Peyton Williams Manning did um, because he uh, Brady had a better line and and all 100%. Of, you know
3: I believe I wish they would have made Peyton's middle name Archibald that
2: would have been good
0: Um Matt did you have any honorable mentions that you wanted to hit quickly from the uh from football
2: yeah, I was going to go in a similar vein to what Kyle was thinking with the the pass rushers and evolutionizing the game that way and, and go with another linebacker. Before Junior oh you had LT, who kind of changed how offensive lines had to protect the quarterback because he was doing so much from that linebacker position. And if not a player, I, I certainly would have presented John Madden as probably the most influential member of football just based not only on coaching, but then his announcing and the, the video, video game franchise as well. A lot of what Madden did, people are football fans because they played yeah. Madden first.
1: I can argue about how overrated John Madden is as an analyst and all of that, but there's two things he did for the sport that cannot be denied. The video game, obviously. That and... The way he drew attention to the trenches, like no other did, <clears throat> definitely worth the credit. In and over, in, in over and above all of that,
3: and 100%. the
0: telestrator, man. I was going to say,
3: I thought you were
1: going to go with the telestrator.
0: But, yeah, I was. I almost stepped on you, but I didn't want to take it from you. But the telestrator too. I mean, when you when you're seeing in every in every sport, I mean, when ESPN now has that 360 camera where they're literally grabbing guys and moving them around on the field, that starts with John Madden in that little yellow. You know the little yellow so come pencil. Come over
1: here, and he goes boom. Um, no, it's that, that's three <laughs> foundation arguments. I mean, yeah. there you go.
0: Um, the the only other one I had on on my list um, was was Jim Brown. Um, like that that was a that was a name that that, that popped into my head when I'm thinking about uh, influential people um, and 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 making an impact on the sport. I mean, we talk about you know so and so walked, so so and so could run, and blah and blah blah blah. And I think when you look at at what running backs today and some of the greatest running backs that that have played this game, Barry Sanders and, and, uh, sweetness. And yeah, I'm going to say the Homer pick, uh um, uh, Emmitt Homer. Smith. Like there's, there's so many guys to this very day that are, that are doing that position the way they are because of what Jim Brown did when he did it.
1: Right. Well, and I can make the argument of Ernie Dana Davis, uh, the guy portrayed in the express, um, as the integration guy that allowed Jim Brown to happen. So there you yeah.
0: go. There you go. Um, any others before we uh, before we wrap up this episode?
1: Let's see. We already said Mikey Burns' mom for uh, <laughs> hockey, so we're good there. Uh,
3: uh, does anyone want to dunk on who, what Ernest would pick here? He would so, I mean, like, I assume he would have said
2: LT. Yeah, uh, yeah. He
1: would have said um, Roger Staubach. That's what he would have said.
3: <laughs> I, I just want to. I, I just want to say he his his picks would have been for all all four sports. He would have went. Um, let's see. NBA, he would have went Alonzo Morning. Hey,
1: <laughs> you leave Alonzo Morning alone, mother nice. uh,
3: Actually, he I, may I, have
2: like went Dwayne Wade. He probably would have gone Dwayne Wade. He would have gone Dwayne Wade. No Dwayne. heat, bitch. Um,
1: <laughs> hey, Mets, let's I, I see. I like Morning since he was a hornet, so that's that's on me.
3: My bad. M- M- uh, he would have went with Mookie Wilson for hitting the ball through Bill Buckner's legs. <laughs>
2: He probably would have named like the one Rangers player he knows. Hendrick
1: Lundquist because he's the
0: easy... He wouldn't have known Lundquist, let's be honest. He
1: he would have mentioned Bobby Bonilla because they're still paying his contract.
3: (laughs) Uh, He actually would have mentioned Patrick Kane. Because he knew he got <laughs> traded there this season.
0: No, he didn't. He, he would have mentioned Messier, because it's the only ranger he could name.
3: That's true, probably. <laughs> uh and in the NFL, he definitely would have taken He's Daniel Jones. Woo! No, one
0: hundred percent taken. No, I mean, Daniel well, Jones. that was another reason I didn't want to I didn't want to bring up Tom Brady because I didn't want to be called Ernest. So
3: No, better yet, he would have taken Darren Waller, because they traded for him this all season.
1: Now, don't be ridiculous. He obviously would have taken Saquon Barkley. <laughs> Victor Cruz? <laughs> 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 <laughs>
0: No, no, he would have taken bones, David bones, Tyree. Jr. He would have no. taken David Tyree. You well, know, we know this for a fact.
3: We'll
1: go with Tyree. Well done, Jim. Yeah,
0: he would have went with he would have went with Tyree, and then he would have had to go apologize to Tom. So See,
3: no, he he, he would have went more he would have went. uh David Tyree, Old Bones Junior, and then Mario Manningham in that order. Mario
0: Manningham, <laughs> nice. All right, we are going to get out of here. We appreciate uh, everyone listening and playing along with us as we work our way through the uh, through the off uh, Like I said, it will not be long until we get back and, and talk about that glorious uh, NCAA football and NFL football on a weekly basis. But we continue uh, to provide you the uh, the best and most entertaining that for chubby guys on a on a weekday afternoon can do uh but we move our way through it you can follow us at all times at huddle up podcast on facebook twitter and tiktok You get our merchandise over at tpublic.com subscribe to our youtube channel and all podcast platforms as well until next time we hope you stay safe stay smart and go for the win